communication though is a two-way street uh-huh. and at some point we have to realize that like the other person also wants to be heard i also think people have the the misconception of how to be interesting what do you mean by that like they they think that if i keep talking and telling this person how great i am or you know all these things that i'm doing that i become more interesting so two before you says that when I ask you that question, Tree, what did you have for dinner last night? And you tell me... Yeah, salmon and kale was delicious. I have to ask you two more questions before you can take the conversation back. We can totally do this. Totally gonna make this happen. (laughs) Um, All right, today we are talking about talking. (laughs) So my name's Liz. My name is Trey. And welcome to another episode of Hey, Don't Do That, where we talk about the little known things, the things that nobody tells you that have really big impacts on your motivation, effectiveness, and success. Mm-hmm. So Tree, to get us started talking about talking today, okay. true or false, on average, we say about 7,000 words a day. 7,000? 7,000, true or false. Uh, true. You're right. That's true. Okay. Uh, We say about (laughs) 7,000 words a day. Okay. Mm -hmm. I wonder what percentage of those are repeat words. Maybe like the word I or me. Yes. I don't know, but you are correct. That's true. Huh. 7,000 words. Yeah. Somehow I felt like it could have been more. For some people, it probably is. (laughs) And for some people, it might be less, but for some people, yes. it's definitely more. Yeah, like, if you um, think of, like, a news anchor. Yeah, they, they, part of that's for their job. Yeah. I, um, so I was in a plane recently, and it was a pretty quick flight. It was later at night, and my computer battery was almost dead, so I couldn't work. Um. And it was a full flight, so I sat down. And I thought, I will be nice, and I'm going to just say hello to the person sitting next to me. Oh, bad mistake. Well, sometimes <laughs> I really like talking to people in planes. But this was a younger guy, and I asked one or two questions. Mm-hmm. And that was all I got to say. <laughs> like, for the rest of the flight. I had oh I was God. doing so much smiling and nodding and uh-huh. Also, you were stuck there. You can't. Yes, I couldn't go away. I was asking other questions. And I like at the end of the conversation, I wanted to just tell him, listen, hey, don't talk too much. Mm. Don't talk too much. It's annoying to other people. Yeah. At what point do you actually stop listening? Um, I (laughs) don't. That's I mean pretty quickly. Yeah. Like I was, so I was interested for a while and then he just kept going and going and going. And then I just started thinking to myself, like this happens a lot where we'll see people just keep talking and talking and talking. Uh And why do we do that? And I think one thought is that we think we're fascinating people. (laughs) <laughs> we think that we are so interesting and that everybody uh-huh. really, really cares uh-huh. about us. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, but in reality... We're the most interesting person in our lives. Yeah. Right? But in reality, 
we're only the most interesting person in our own lives. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you're not that interesting to other people. I mean, maybe you are to some. Yeah. But they're far more concerned about them than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is true. So, they think they're interesting. That's, that's one reason why people talk. Mm-hmm. What could be other reasons why people just keep going and going and going? If we don't, it's like if you give, if you give a mouse a cookie, you know, they just keep going and the mouse will take the milk and then he takes the straw and or whatever else he takes. I feel like a lot of times we don't give people opportunities to really just talk about themselves, you know, or to, to talk about their personal lives. And so as soon as we open the door a little bit, we want to like, let the floodgates in Mm -hmm. because we feel like, Oh, I don't usually have the chance to do this. People don't usually ask me these kind of questions. So I'm going to take every opportunity that I get. Yeah. So they're like, okay, here's his opportunity. Here's a captive audience that I get to talk to. Um, and it's easy to talk about yourself. Like it's easy to just keep talking. I mean, that's the, that's the topic that you know the most about. 100%. The most confident topic that you can talk about is yourself. Yes. Right? Um, I remember a story of a fellow facilitator, and she came up to me one day. She's like, Tree, I literally, just like your situation. Yeah. I literally asked one question, and 45 minutes later, the person was still talking. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, how... <laughs> I don't even know how people can even talk for 45 minutes. Oh, they just can. Just straight. Yeah, oh, yeah. they can. Yeah, they can. Oh, they can. When it's for the other person, for the listener, the person on the other end, I feel like you can start from this really genuine place uh-huh. of I really do care about you and I'm interested And it's all of the Dale Carnegie principles, right? I want to make you feel important. I'm going to talk about things that you're interested in. I want to be a good listener. Communication, though, is a two-way street. Uh And at some point, we have to realize that, like, the other person also wants to be heard. Yes. And we have to to remember that it's not all about you. Really, in communication, it's about the other person. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because communication is a dialogue, mm-hmm. not a monologue. Yeah, right? a lot of the time, it becomes a monologue for a lot of us, and we just keep talking and talking. I also think people have the the misconception of how to be interesting. What do you mean by that? Like they they think that if I keep talking and telling this person how great I am, or you know, all these things that I'm doing, that I become more interesting. Well, in fact, when you say, like, people are interested in themselves. So, like, if you keep talking about yourself, I don't get a chance to talk about myself. Which is what I care much more about. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking when, like, in your situation, I'm thinking, you know, when I'm going to land, like, who's going to pick me up? How am I going to get home? And my kids, instead of listening to what this person says. Uh, Like, psychologically speaking, when a person gets to talk about themselves, when they, they feel that being heard mm-hmm. also like there's a release of dopamine right when you when you get to talk about yourself it's a few good hormone that get released in your brain and it makes you want to keep talking mm. 
Do you think that people who do all the talking, do you think they know that it's annoying? Like, do they think, do you think they know? They obviously don't think it's annoying, but do you think they realize, like, I'm talking for 95% of this conversation and only letting the other person talk for 5%. Do you think they're even aware of it? Or is it, no? There's a serious lack of awareness if you, if somebody asks you one question and you're talking for 45 minutes. So either a serious lack of awareness or you really need to vent. Hmm. Yeah, because sometimes right. you really do. You just say, like, listen, I need somebody to listen right now. Yeah. Like, I need to just get whatever I have out. But that scenario, though, you have some intentionality yeah. going, like, I really need someone to listen to me right now. Versus, oh, you know, whenever I get to talk, I talk. Mm-hmm. So I think from the talker standpoint, a good analogy is, do you watch basketball? Sometimes. Okay, do you know what a shot clock is? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, so the shot clock is over the basket, and um, what happens is it's got a time limit on it. So that team, they only get, like, 90 seconds to shoot the ball, or 60 Uh, seconds. I don't really even know how much it is. That would have been a good question for me to ask you in trivia today. Yeah, I should But I don't know how long the shot clock is. If you're listening and watching this, you should Google it and see how long it is. Yeah, you probably know. But imagine if in every conversation there was a shot clock above your head. And so at some point, you have to pass the ball. You can't just keep it. Mm -hmm. You have to give the ball back. And then they can have the ball for a while. And then they pass it back. That's a true conversation. So that's one thing to just consider. Like, Imagine there's a shot clock over your head. You only have... 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, and then you pass the ball. Yes. Like, if we mentally thought that, Mm. we might give the conversation back more often. Yeah. Yeah. So that reminds me. Well, first of all, there's this actual rule called the traffic light rule. Okay. Similar, similar, very similar to what you're saying. It's like the first 30 seconds, you have the green light, right? The person is listening, they're engaging with you. you, you have an audience. The next 30 seconds, you're, you're in the yellow. So now you got to wrap it up, right? And then if you go over 60 seconds, you know you're in the red. Now you should be like, okay, maybe I'm talking too much and I should stop talking. So you think of like the traffic light rule, green, yellow, red. That could be an easy way for you just to catch yourself. Be like, am I talking too much? That's good, Tree. Mm-hmm. I have never heard that before. Yeah, it's apparently it's, it's a technique that you can use. Green, yellow, red. Green, yellow, red. I think it's also hard for people because we're not very concise. And so we just keep yes. rambling and rambling and rambling. I think it was Mark Twain, his quote, right? I would have uh, I would have written you, please pardon the long letter. I would have written you a short one, <laughs> but I didn't have enough time. Mm. It's so easy to go on and on and on. And it's so much harder to just... Yes. What do I want to say? I'm going to say it and then I'm done. Yes. So when we think about in business settings, mm-hmm. what happens when a manager or a leader just dominate the whole conversation in a meeting? Like what's, what's the danger or what's the disadvantage of doing that? 
Well, people tune out immediately. They're not engaged. Mm-hmm. You're not empowering anybody. And there's only one person in the room thinking, and that's you. Yeah. Right? Like, well, the, <laughs> the rest of the team is thinking, when is this over? Yes. And when can I get out of this conversation? <laughs> yeah, we want to be productive. Yeah. Conver- productive right, yeah, thinking, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, quite honestly, that's what happens. There's... So... Um, they say that you are five times more likely to buy into something if you've had a say. Mm-hmm. And so as a leader, in, instead of just talking, think about with your team, what am I saying that they could be saying? Mm. And then instead of saying it, ask a question so they can say it. Yes. Yes. Because then they're bought in and they're engaged and they own it versus my boss told me this is what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of really innovative organizations and a lot of really strong leaders, it's not that they always know what to say. It's that they know the right question to ask. Yep. And by asking the question, they don't talk too much. They, they might be the one who talks the least in the room, but it's everybody else contributing their ideas. Like that's where you really get innovation. That's where you really get, I mean, we, we literally just had this on a call that you and I were just on with about a dozen other people. Yeah. And instead of one person just saying, this is what we should do. This is what we should do. We threw the questions out there. Let people go come up with their own ideas. Let people think through these things. Yeah. And then people were so much more bought in to say, Oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to do. I want to take this. I want to apply this versus saying you have to do this. Yeah. To, to, to zoom out a little bit. Yeah. When we think about, okay, okay, so we're, 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 we're encouraging everybody not to talk too much. And then now we're going to talk about like, okay, so how do we not talk too much? Right? So if I zoom out, I can think of um, two, two M's. Two, two, two M's. First one is mindset. Okay. Right? And the second one is method. Mindset. Mm. What is my intention going into this conversation? Do I need to vent or am I here to build connection? Am I here to learn? Because when you go into it, yep, yep. Like if that that person on a plane really wanted a captive audience to put on his its own, I don't know, comedy show, right? And a lot of time we're not aware of what our intention is coming into the conversation. Okay, and then, okay, so our mindset, we, we set up oh, the right mindset. Okay, so, all right, so my intention is to connect. And then we are we ought to have the method, mm-hmm. right? Intention is not enough. You got to have, okay, so how do we do it? So, so like what, your traffic light? Yes. That's the shot clock? Yes. Do you want to know a fun tool? Yes, of course. Okay, so it's a simple rule. It's called two before you. Uh-huh. So what I happens love that in, rule. What happens in conversation? is you ask someone a question and I say, Tree, uh, what did you do for dinner last night? Yeah, I had salmon and kale. And our immediate reaction most times is to mm-hmm. then take the conversation back and say, oh my God, I Andrew made salmon last week for me and yes. it was so good. And because then, now it's back to you. Now it's back to me, like it's yes. my turn again. So two before you says that when I ask you that question, Tree, what did you have for dinner last night? And you tell me... Yeah, salmon and kale was delicious. I have to ask you two more questions Uh, before you can take the conversation back. 
So I might yes. say, oh, how did you prepare your salmon? Who did you eat dinner with? Did you have leftovers? Yes. Where did the recipe come from? Before I can take the conversation back. Yeah. That's a really simple method to make sure that you're not just taking every opportunity you get to make it about yourself. Yeah. Two before you. I love that. What else you got? Well, there's a whole other component to it. Communication. Because people who talk too much, you know what they don't do any of? Listening. Yeah, listening. We don't do any listening. And I think for those people who are really good listeners, that's where it can be the most exhausting or the most annoying. Because we want to let the other person talk. We know that it makes them feel important. We know that it makes them feel valued. But if we can work on our listening skills in conversations and not just think about what can I, what can I say, but think about what can I learn? Yes. Like what can I learn in this conversation and really focus on the listening side versus just the talking side. You will have to talk less Yeah. because it's not about listening to yourself. It's about listening to the other person. Mm-hmm. So in summary, quick actions that we can do to not talk too much. Close your mouth. Listen. Use a shot clock. Two before you. Use the traffic light. But when we do those things, when we talk less and let other people talk more, they like us more. They're more willing to work with us and they're going to take ownership of ideas. Yeah. And then when we realize we talk too much, just stop and ask the question. Mm-hmm. And that's how we can re-engage the person. Yeah. Are you ready for some <laughs> questions, Tree? I knew that's where we're going. Are yes. you ready for some questions? Because I think yes. it's trade time. Yes. Um, and I'm, I, so all of our questions today are about talking because that's what we I gotta remember that about like the keyword of each episode because it's gonna help me answer the trivia questions better. I don't think it's gonna help you on these. Oh shoot. Um, yeah, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna help me on these. Oh uh, okay. So. Um, don't let me down. Okay. You're going to have 30 seconds. You have five questions. Okay. Ready. All right. How many words does the average person know? Oh, my God. Uh, 50,000 words. No. Who sang a song, Talking to the Moon? Runa Mars. Yes. What is the most spoken language in the world? Chinese. No. What is the fear of public speaking? <sighs> Oh my god. Oh. Okay, skip it. Okay. Last one. Who said the famous words, I have a dream? Martin Luther King Jr. <sighs> that was pretty good, Tree. So how many did I get? 30 seconds. Um, you got Bruno Mars. He's saying talking to the yes. moon. And you got Martin Luther King. Um, how many words does the average person know? Uh-huh. There's ranges. Okay, okay. You can find. But it says somewhere between twenty to 35,000 words. I almost wanted to say 26,000 words. Well, you didn't. I didn't. But it was a good idea that I you didn't. had in your head. I didn't. <laughs> um, the most spoken language in the world is English. Okay. I know. I, I wasn't sure what it would be. Right. But it was. it's English. Yeah. yeah. That's the most common. That was my first thought. And it was like, well, there's you I was trying over to a billion you, people. I? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I wasn't. Well, I could. I sound like I made up the answer. It's a real answer. Um, okay, and then the last one. What is the fear of public speaking? It's called glossophobia. 
Glossophobia. Never heard of it in my life, but that's what it's called. If you have a fear of public speaking, it's called glossophobia. Glossophobia. And I know a lot of people who do not have glossophobia, especially in one-on-one situations, because they just keep on talking. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So with that, remember, in conversations, don't talk too much. Take opportunities to listen, and people will want to talk with you more often. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next time. Bye.